0: It's the Matt Mosley Show on a Monday, overreaction Monday. Boy, Baylor's great again. Cowboys are just fine. Whoever doubted these Cowboys? It wasn't me. I mean, I I knew they were going to bounce back. And we roll along. Matt Lively uh, joining us now, the decorated sports anchor reporter over at KCEN Channel 6. And uh, a man who uh, takes great footage out there. In fact, somebody was showing me some footage the other day, and we were comparing like who's the best. I think young Chris Williams had some great angles he was showing me, and I was giving Quillin a hard time. Quillin still likes to shoot some things, and so uh, I think he does a fine job on that front. I just don't think I don't live. You and uh, you and Chris Williams are a little bit more willing to. Kind of race around the field. Quillin likes to get in one spot and kind of stay there. All right, Matt, Chris, Chris, oh. Chris and I like to race.
1: Uh, Curtis is Curtis is a sitter, but he'll move. He can move if he needs to. I think if you ask Eric Kelly, Chris Williams, Jack Allen, who the best shooter in this market? It's me, hands down. I'm using a camera from 1985, <laughs> but I'm still I'm pumping out the best highlights. That's what. Our,
0: that's what we'll do. We'll poll. I'll, I'll definitely reach out to those guys and see if they, they back that up. Now, what's going on, though, with this one thing? This was from a, a, a few days ago. That I mean, not only is it enough that you're always kind of getting some of your golf reports and doing some things, but there was some kind of wedding proposal that happened on your watch, and uh, and this happened on live TV the other night. K-C-E-N. Walk us through this. It seems like uh, Coach Foreman made a major life decision, and he chooses to do it on Channel 6. Is this uh, this part of a new
1: trend? Dude, talk about sealing the deal in the biggest way possible. We picked Shoemaker Lake-Belton as our game of the week. Toby Foreman calls me up on, like, Wednesday, and he goes, Hey, I have a feeling we're going to win this game. I want, I want to propose to my girlfriend during the trophy presentation if we win. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And he, he called his, his shot, too, because he's like, this thing's going to go viral. It's going to go everywhere. Uh, and that it did. I mean, we're up there in the thousands of views. It hit Sports Center, Sports Illustrated grabbed it. I was waiting for Toby Foreman to be on the Today Show with Hoda and uh, Savannah Guthrie had the queen not passed away. Uh, I I think that overshadowed it, but yeah, pretty, pretty big stuff. I mean, thank goodness. She said, yes, I, you know, I was right there in the middle of it. And I thought if this thing goes south, I'm going to have to bail out pretty quick. But thankfully Erica, his girlfriend was, she was totally caught by surprise and so excited and they had their daughter there and the entire shoemaker football team was back there just going nuts. So it was pretty fun.
0: Yeah. I like how you, um, You kind of handled that scene because you just gave the mic to the coach, and so he does the whole proposal. Like basically, he becomes the reporter. You just you just exited the. You were not even on the,
1: in the, in I, the I broke, camera I, I anymore. I broke rule number one, Mosley. I did break <laughs> rule number one, which is never <laughs> let go of the mic. But I was like, I can't ruin this moment. This is bigger than me. This is bigger than Channel Six. We've got to let these people do their thing. Yeah, yeah. So
0: that was uh, that was very interesting. Now, Matt, I got—I hate to bring up a, a, a tough subject, but uh, boy, boy, you're a guy that loves Arizona State, and boy, you uh, <laughs> you you studied there and and learned so much, and spent some great time there on campus, and. There's a t- there's a tweet going around today. You know, Herm Edwards was fired after that loss to Eastern Michigan. Probably should have been fired well before that. I mean, the whole uh, place was in scandal, and for whatever reason, he was allowed to keep his job. Probably because that Ray Anderson, and Herm Edwards seemed to be best friends. The, uh, the the you know the AD. But in that video, it appears that the president of the university and the AD are waiting in the end zone. And and Herm sees him and goes over to talk to him, and we don't know exactly what was said, but it, people are now speculating: Did they fire him? Like as he walked off the field after the loss? Now you're a long right. time you're a long time sun devil whisperer. Uh, how have you uh, you know how how have you received this news? And then also, what do you feel like was happening in that uh, specific shot there?
1: I'm going to choose my words here. It's been an interesting ride for Herm Edwards, but maybe one that I myself am happy to see come to an end. Never like to see someone lose a job, but probably time that there's a change at Arizona state. However, most I'm a little disappointed in you. There's just no way, no way Arizona state with a big buyout on their hands, millions of dollars would drop the news That, hey, you're fired right after a loss in such a public atmosphere where they know there are cameras. I mean, come on. You've been, how many Baylor games have been, you've been to? Dave Aranda walks off the field nearly every single game with Mac Rhodes. There's no way. And then they let Herm Edwards do a postgame press conference. So, you know, if he did indeed get fired on the field in the end zone with all those cameras watching, no way they're going to let him go talk to the media. This guy that has all this ESPN expertise. He could have just made a bloodbath of Arizona State. So, is it probably a good thing that he's out? Yes. Do I think he got fired on the field? No. Well,
0: I mean, I'm sorry you're disappointed, but there have been coaches in the Pac-12 fired on the tarmac. Uh, There was famously, (laughs) uh, in the early 2000s, a coach, they announced his firing at halftime. It may have been an assistant coach or somebody, but they fired a coach at halftime of one game. So, (laughs) I don't know what was going on, but it just – the optics of it looked really weird. Now, I'm with you. Uh, I I do see Mac visit sometimes with Dave as he's heading off the the field. and So let's hope – let's hope that was not the case. These guys are classy folks. But at some point, I think I would hold this AD accountable too because the whole scandal happened on his watch – and this whole the, – the Herm Edwards hire was silly in the first place. It was a bunch of NFL dudes saying, hey, let's just take all these NFL guys and see if they can do this at the college level. It was never going to work. I mean, I think there were moments where it was okay. I think one thing – one reason Arizona State, you know, has kind of hung in there for a few years because the Arizona is so horrible. That kind of helps. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back to uh, Matt Lively, the uh, – uh, the sports reporter anchor over at Channel Six, get back into some of this high school action. though. Uh, in addition to your, you know, the wedding, kind of the Bachelor or whatever that you're doing <laughs> over there, you would be great on that show. By the way, you kind of, you kind of seem like a guy that could could handle yourself really well on on one of those kind of shows, one of those ABC, The Bachelor or whatever. That. Yeah, I think you I would, would excel mind, I would
1: in find that. A pay raise. I would not mind the pay raise to go host The Bachelor.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm saying you should compete on it. You just kind of I mean I think you oh. Oh. <laughs> No, I mean I I mean it as a oh, no. compliment. Yeah. Kind of you got kind of oh, a jet like no, Jesse you. Palmer did back in the day. So I think you would be right. I think I you would you. I, you would function well in that environment, especially with some of those cricket <laughs> shirts that I pointed you to toward and, and some of the things you're uh, you're putting out there these days. Now, um Matt the uh the other high school action, and uh, uh, it's funny, by the way, that you keep getting involved in these weddings. One weekend you're at a wedding. One weekend you're <laughs> you're handling a proposal. My gosh, you do need to be on one of these kind of shows. Um, what what other games kind of caught your eye uh, over the weekend from a high school standpoint?
1: Well, Academy Salado was a really good one. Uh, Tom Westerberg's been great so far for the Eagles, but Academy really turned on the – uh, put the gas on them, and, and Academy started to really come alive. Uh, the one that I was really impressed with was Lorena. Uh, they allow La Vega to score just six points, and now they've got their first district play matchup against Cameron Yo, which is going to be our game of the week here on KCEN. So, it's uh, Lorena is really, really looking strong for a team that lost so many pieces.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we just lost you there for a second, Matt. You stepped into maybe the Matrix or something. You kind of sounded Did like you get me in my back. What a, Did you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep wandering around until you find a decent cell. My goodness, <laughs> I don't know what tunnel you decided to walk in. Um, I, I think you uh, admired the fact that uh, Dave Aranda. You know, he had a Bruce Springsteen reference. Now, please tell me, there were some of the young. Reporters and everybody like that. You were fine on that reference, right? I mean, you're you're enough of a man about town and a man uh, that that Bruce Springsteen music. You were pro- you probably were raised on some of that, right? That that didn't catch you by surprise. His boss reference, did it?
1: I do have a couple of parents uh, age sixty or older, so that one that one is right in my my sweet spot. I also have an right. app called Spotify. You got I mean, you got to check this thing out. It's got music <laughs> from all different decades, and it's nuts. You just you learn so much.
0: Well, there were some people that admitted at, at the post-game news conference the other day that they had no clue who the boss was. Uh, now, maybe they geez. just didn't know his nickname. That might have been – I mean, you, there's it's impossible to be like 10 years or older and not have an appreciation or have heard Bruce Springsteen. But the, today's reference was to a scene – from uh, the Matrix, um, you know the the movies and films. You know, obviously with Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, all that kind of stuff. And uh, also, I think you were reminded that it wasn't the first time. Apparently, at a chamber banquet a couple of years ago, uh, Dave Aranda made a Matrix reference. Um, did, are you a Matrix? I mean, have you watched all those movies? And do you uh, do you subscribe to uh, you know? uh enjoying all that uh all all those things
1: uh i'm a big film guy i have only seen the matrix like maybe 10 years ago so i actually i had to have some help in the newsroom to really break down this dave aranda (laughs) analogy as it comes to the matrix and it still sort of went over my head i did i found it funny i went on twitter and i searched Aranda matrix just to see what else was out there and yeah bryce cherry in 2020 Uh, Aranda had supposedly been talking about Jalen Petrie and how he related to the matrix. So you never, it's so crazy to me. What you think of Dave, Dave Aranda is, he never really quite is that in these press conferences where we get one wild reference per week. It's incredible.
0: Well, and I thought it was, I thought the most fascinating moment from the other day, uh, you know, after the game was him talking about some of the players, I always compare everything to, like, the, the Grant Taft era, and it's always funny to me to, like, hear things that are said and think, oh, my gosh, this is – we're we're in a different place. And Because um, uh, that was in my wheelhouse. That was when I was a student when uh, Grant was coaching and everything. But I thought the statement that players were – were dropping f-bombs and he said "Well, that was unusual (laughs) that was unusual for us at halftime he's very very honest about things but even the philosophical part of that he felt like there was this nervous energy and and he was explaining more of it today where he, he said the coaches and the players and he and he demonstrated by kind of clenching his fist and i guess dave and i love that he took charge of this he said okay stop sort of being like that and be like this And he put his arms down as if to say, Relax, go play, stop, you know, drop it. I think those that was the words he used, just drop it. And I for a guy that comes across sometimes as so laid back and quiet and introspective, I don't think he's afraid, Matt, to take charge of situations. I just think I I think we have a head coach on our on our hands here who is not even close to anybody else And that makes covering him very, very fun and uh, and uh, even right down to like the little things he says, like like I appreciate I appreciate the question. And I've noticed other Baylor people now say that. have you noticed that? Yeah. other other administrators now you have borrowed Dave's uh, terminology.
1: Dave Aranda is a man who appreciates a lot of things. He thinks a lot of things are very cool. Um, if you listen to a lot of his answers that's very cool uh but you're i mean he he kind of not in a bad way but he did he he sort of called out the players and the coaches specifically that the coaches kind of had like a nervous energy that been transferred to the players and he he used someone asked you know how confident are you in the offense and he goes the first thing that comes to mind is tension and anxiety when' speaking about his offense but then You know, he reiterated the fact that they broke through in this game and that he's still confident in them. And then that's where the Matrix thing kind of came, where they've just got to walk against the grain and they've got to forget all these expectations and this reality that we live in. He kind of brings it all full circle in a way that no other coach does.
0: I think you're right. And talking to Matt Lively from Channel 6, Matt, what gives you hope, if you you have any, as you're kind of breaking down now we start to look to this um, Iowa State game, going to Ames, good team. You know, 3-0, and finally beat Iowa. That's not something Matt Campbell has done. What makes you think that maybe this will be a different-looking Baylor team than arrived at Provo and, quite honestly, didn't function all that well in that environment? Have you seen anything or – or do you have a belief that we will see a different-looking team on the road Saturday morning?
1: I'll start by saying this. I actually wasn't overly impressed with Saturday's win. They were a Blake-shapen, you know, two-minute drill, 35-yard touch, touchdown away from entering the locker room up 14-7. to seven. And there was even a time where it could have been 14-14. I wasn't all that impressed. But they still came out and laid 21 in the, the second half and then didn't allow – Uh, another offensive score from Texas State. I think they'll be more relaxed when they go to Iowa State because from what Dave Aranda has preached, you can't replicate the atmosphere that BYU brought in practice. But now they do have that actual experience from a game. They felt it at BYU. He saw the big eyes, as he likes to reference, when he was in the huddle with his offensive-defensive players of these guys going like, holy crap, this moment might be too big for us. And the fact that they've now experienced that and they've gone through that, I think will make them successful uh, in Ames when they take on Iowa State. I think this Baylor football team is better than Iowa State, um, even though this defense has been really elite from the Cyclones, although the offenses they have faced have not been overly exciting, I would say. But I think just the fact that they've got that experience now in Provo where the atmosphere was... Just crazy. That will will treat them well on Saturday, and what would be a huge road win if they can get it.
0: All right, Matt Lively. Last thing I have for you: uh, there was a golf tournament yesterday. This this is kind of the silly season. Not a lot of people yes. are pay, uh, paying attention to PGA Tour golf. Although Max Homa had a great season last year, and he <laughs> wins a tournament. But this is uh, this was um, th- these when you see somebody do something like yesterday i'm talking about danny willett former masters uh-huh. champion and he hits a nice approach shot probably and the ball checks up beautifully and i bet he's only what five six feet away four feet and four feet four feet to be exact and he three putts from four feet i that's mm. about as bad a loss i mean homa's obviously excited to get all the money excited to get the points but you got to feel almost a little bad about winning that way. That that was that was one of the bigger choke jobs I've seen in a while.
1: I would not have answered my phone today had you asked me to come on the show if I were Danny Willett. Uh, and he handled it really well. I mean, he was in the he did a whole post game press conference and uh, he handled it with grace. But I'm a guy who misses a lot of four foot putts. I don't three putt a lot of four foot putts. So for a former Masters, a Green Jacket uh, winner to, to three-putt that with the tournament on the line, uh, it's tough. Even Max Homa watching, I don't think he believed what he saw.
0: You know, if I'm in a good mood and we've been out there having a nice time on the course, there's a chance I give you a four-foot putt, all right? There's a, chance, <laughs> there's a chance you never have to putt that, <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, that's uh, fair. Thank you for that.
0: <laughs> you bet. You bet. And we'll get that going uh, soon, although tennis is my sport of choice right now. But uh, I do love playing golf. Um, Matt, great to see you the other day, and uh, always fun to have you on. And uh, we will uh, reach out to you soon. And can't wait to see what you do this Friday, okay, after after that interesting scene out there, out there with uh, Coach Foreman. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, Matt. Catch me in Des Moines, Iowa on Friday. That's where I'll be.
0: Oh, man, I tell you, that's an unlimited budget over there at Channel 6 as they continue to fly all around the country. Ames, Iowa, and uh, very appreciative to our local news stations for what they do and getting out there and going around the country to cover Baylor the way that they do. And that's an 11 a.m. start. Channel 6 will be there for it. Uh, and that will be Matt Lively on the scene from Ames, Iowa. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Campus Confidential is next. This is Dallas, County.